I wanted to talk about something that I, I think helps me when I'm looking at historical events and I thought maybe it might be useful to other people. So when I'm looking at historical events, uh, particularly wartime historical events, I find it useful to try and detach myself as, as much as I can uh, from the fact that I am an American, born in the United States of America. Um, so it's kind of my, it's just how I operate whenever I look at historical stuff, anything, especially, do, like, again, especially during wartime. So I try to operate on the basis that I'm not going to look at it from just that one point of view. And I think it helps me out. So keep that in mind uh, as I continue this ridiculous conversation I'm about to have with all these probably straw men. Anyway, so oftentimes I'll be browsing through Facebook or YouTube or what have you. And I'll come across a video or something. We'll say it's like a witness um, or a survivor. A survivor from like the bombings of Japan the fire bombs or even the, the nuclear bombs uh, that ended the war. And, uh, it, you know, it'll usually be informative because they were there, they saw something that you, you hopefully won't ever get the chance to see. Um, and then you'll go down to the comment section, which I know you should never do, but you'll come across people arguing about a really morally and ethically heavy issue like the nuking of Japan at the end of World War II. And you'll have two camps, right? You'll get two groups of people. Uh, one side is saying the the U.S. is monstrous. You know what they what they did at the end of the of the war with Japan, bombing those cities, those two cities was horrible. You know, the cost of life was too great. We shouldn't have done it, and we were wrong for doing it. And then you have the other side that completely disagrees with that statement and says. No, you know, they started it, it's them, it's their fault. The Japanese started the war with us, they dragged us into it, and they got what they deserved. Or, we ended the war faster than we would have, and so people didn't suffer. They didn't have to suffer as long and, and through as many years of war as they would have, uh, because we ended the war abruptly with the, with the nuclear strike. The thing is... <sighs> Both of those sides have ground to stand on, right? Like, they're not... Either one is com is completely without merit. And yet, at the same time, I think that they're both completely ignorant viewpoints, and, and they miss the mark, and they fail to respect and recognize the scale of a conflict such as the one we faced in World War II. And I think it's important that we look at it not through the binary lens of what was wrong and what was right, because it is in the past. And one of the benefits of it being in the past is that, for the most part, mo none of us really were there. People that were there are pretty much all gone. You've got a few surviving soldiers on the American side from World War II, and a few... Anyway, that's beside the point, but very few people remain from that era. It's, it's coming up. They're, they're going away. It's sad because we're losing a perspective we, we're going to sorely miss, I think, in the future. They saw the last great worldwide conflict and people are always worried that we might be heading into another one and I don't know if we'll know exactly what to do without people that remember. 
But so my point is, is that I think both those camps have a little bit of ground to stand on, and I, and I, but I still think they're both wrong. And here's why. War is fucked. It's always fucked. It's always been fucked, and if we keep fighting them, which I'm sure we will, we'll always find reasons. It's, it's going to continue being fucked, right? War is bad. If you were not involved with the planning of the war that your country is in, then you're probably going to be negatively affected by it in some way whether you're a soldier or a civilian. That cost is even greater when civilian targets become wartime targets, which is something that was greatly increased during World War II. Um, All sides took part in that. I think people want to try to boil it down to either they were bad or we were bad, instead of seeing the real possibility that maybe we're all pretty awful. I agree that the bombing was the right call, and I agree that we are monsters for doing it. The Japanese only pulled us into a war that we were already kind of tiptoeing into, at least politically. Yeah, they started it, but we were already trying to get into that war. The citizens here maybe didn't want to, but our government was doing anything they could think of to try to get us to go over there. My issue is with the fact that it seems easy to me. For people to weigh the cost of human life, citizen human life, regular people, against they started it. I don't think it's a very good argument. And if you think I'm oblivious to Japanese war crimes, I'm not. Unit 731 was one of the most gruesome places on earth during World War II. They did a lot of bad shit to a lot of different people. Their hands are certainly not clean in this conflict, and I wouldn't pretend that they were. So it really bothers me when people act like they were only victims, because they weren't. But the people we dropped the bombs on were. Primarily, they were just victims. They were citizens who lived in a place, and that place happened to be a target, because we wanted to impose as much cost on them as possible so that they would surrender. Again, I probably would have made the same decision if I had sat in that chair. But I would do so knowing that it was a totally fucked up decision, and even if it was the right decision, it wasn't a right decision. Being president sucks. I guess sometimes the best, worst decision is all you've got to go on. That's a pretty common thing that you hear about being in office, is that they bring you several terrible options, and you've got to pick whichever terrible option is the least terrible to you. So... That decision probably wasn't made lightly, and it certainly got the point across, enough so that it dented their culture forever. If you like anime enough, I would suggest watching uh, Barefoot again. It's a 1993 film. I I wouldn't even say you have to watch the whole thing. Just watch the clip where they drop the atom bombs. Um, It's pretty accurate to witness descriptions of, of what happened after they dropped the nuclear bombs on Hiroshima and uh, Nagasaki, but it's brutal. Being in a nuclear blast is is terrifying. Um, We've talked about it on the show before. Basically, hopefully you die in the fireball before the rest of the shit comes for you, because that's the worst. Like, dying instantly is a blessing if you're in a nuclear attack. If you're really a masochist or a glutton for pain, you could watch the anime Grave of the Fireflies. It had a pretty strong impact on me, um, especially at the time, because I had, I had just had my young child, and there's a young child in the film, and it's just a pretty awful, awful film. It's a great film, but you won't feel good after you watch it. And I think it's important to look at that side, 
you don't have to have empathy. Or I mean, <laughs> pardon me. You have to have empathy. But having empathy for the people involved in the conflict on other sides of the conflict doesn't negate your patriotism or whatever you want to call it. I don't think it makes me a bad American because I can view these things from different points of view. Like, it's important to me to have empathy because we live in a world now where we aren't the only ones with these weapons and they've vastly improved over the past 70 years. We like to forget that we live in a post-nuclear world now and these, these things are not just in our hands. There are other countries with them. We have them, Russia has them, China has them, the UK has them. I'm sure they're not the only country in Europe, and I can't remember the entire list, but I know India's done tests, so they've probably got some nukes, you never know. They're all over the place. It's a fact of life now. This could happen again, if we aren't careful. And I think in that case, we should probably try to deploy a little bit more empathy when we look at these events from the past. And especially with the possibilities of us ramping up to a completely new conflict suddenly appearing very recently. It's a crazy time to be alive, but that doesn't mean you can't look at history with maybe a different and more empathetic view. Again, like I said earlier, I think with historical wartime events, you have a certain benefit that you can detach from whose side and what did what and who did what and look at it as if you were there maybe and just remember that like regular people go through very very horrible things when governments collide in the way they did in World War II just remember that we're all that person walking around, going to work, going to school, seeing our families. And people can take that away. So don't waste so much time arguing about whether it's right or wrong. And maybe think about what you can do to keep something like that from happening again. Thanks for listening to my shoddy podcast. I hope it wasn't too terrible. I know the sound quality is going to be awful because I didn't have any help. I did it by myself. But hopefully I can get better at that in the future. I'd like to put out more things like this and maybe get better at actually talking by myself. I think I sounded like a, a nervous idiot through a lot of this. But uh, thanks for listening. Like I said, leave some comments. Let me know what you think. And hopefully we'll be bringing you some new episodes of Prayer for Death in, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, stay tuned. Bye.